Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hope you're having a wonderful weekend thus far. We're going to praise Jesus this morning, okay? The stage setting has changed, okay? If you might have not noticed, or you might have noticed. <laughs> I'll ignore Adam's comments. That's right, you were here. You were here. Amen. Amen. And we're gonna we're gonna continue to celebrate Jesus this morning. Feel free to stand, feel free to sit down, sing out, and enjoy. Hallelujah. Celebrate me. John chapter 16 and verse 7. Okay. So firstly is John chapter 14. Verse 16. It says there, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth. And in verse 25 and 26, he says these things. He says, These things I have spoken to you while I am still with you. This is Jesus speaking to his disciples. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. And then in John 16 and verse 7, it says this. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. So Jesus, before he went into heaven, he told his disciples, I am going. I'm going away. 
But I'm going to not leave you alone. I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. And he's going to be with you forever. And uh, the word that is used there for the Holy Spirit is paraclete. And Rochelle talked about this uh, last week. And, and it's got various translations. It's counsellor, advocate, comforter. But the one we're particularly going to look at today is helper. Uh, now, it, it doesn't really encompass everything the Holy Spirit is because um, he, he's God. Uh, and actually, I was looking into uh, the, um, you know, the, trying to get my head around, uh, and Rochelle did it really helpfully last week, the, the, you know, the difference between God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And, uh, and I can stand before you now, and I, and I fully understand it. I've got to the point where I fully understand God. I, I don't. I really don't. And, uh, and I don't think we will ever, none of us will ever get to the point of understanding God while here on earth. And, and it will take us eternity to understand him when we're in heaven. Um, so what we explain today and what I talk about today is going to be in best a part understanding of the Holy Spirit. But we can, we can only go on what the, the Bible reveals to us. And so that's what I'm going to try and do. So to try and help us to understand how is the Holy Spirit our helper and what does that mean? Now, um, Jesus is saying, okay, so I'm here on earth and I've got a job to do. My job is to bring salvation. I am going to uh, go to the cross. We were celebrating it just, just a few moments ago. And I'm going I'm to die. And I'm going to pay the price for your sin. And I'm going uh, to take all that was on you, all the sin that's on you, and I'm going to take it on me. And I am... Through my death and resurrection, I'm going to purify you and make you righteous again. And you're going to be acceptable. And you're going to become sons and daughters of the king. And that is an amazing thing. That is just the most wonderful thing that we celebrate. Yeah. What Jesus did for us yeah. in his death and resurrection. He lived on this earth. He lived a perfect life and then he died. Yeah. And, he, and so that by faith in him, we can come to know God. We can be made right. Yeah. And that is just wonderful. Uh, and, and, but then, then Jesus said, I'm going. And the disciples probably would have thought, well, that's not, why, wouldn't, it be, wouldn't it be so good to meet Jesus? I would love to meet Jesus. I'd love to be with him and just spend some time with him. And anybody who spent time with Jesus loved it. And like, you, you can be envious of those who were there at the time, spending time with Jesus. What a, what a wonderful thing. But Jesus said, no, it's good. It's good that I'm going. Because I'm going to send the helper. And this is what we want to understand. And, and I just want to do a bit of theology here, which is really, really, really uh, I'm, I'm not, not a theologian. Um, and it's really important to understand this. So, so my question to you is where, so we've got God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Where is God the Father? Where is he? In heaven. We pray to him, don't we? the Lord's Prayer. Our Father... Who are in heaven. Okay, where's Jesus? In heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. So we say, I'm going to the Father, I'm going to sit down. I've done my job. I've done it. I've achieved salvation. Where's the Holy Spirit? He's on earth. He's here. And that's the wonderful thing. And, and, and okay, it's not. You know, we can talk to Jesus, we can sense Jesus and all that, and, and so it's a little bit difficult to fully understand. But the fact is, God the Father, who is the provider, is in heaven. Jesus, who is our salvation, our saviour, is in heaven. The Holy Spirit 
is on us. And that's also something that we need to, to understand how important the Holy Spirit is. Because it's not, our salvation has been won for us. But God didn't say, well, that's fine. You've won your salvation. I've won it for you. God, the provider, the Father, has provided everything for you. Now get on. Just get on. It's fine. They realised in their wisdom that that wasn't enough for us. You see, before we became a Christian, we didn't know anything about the Holy Spirit. We were living our own life, we were doing our own things. And then the Holy Spirit came to us and brought us alive because we heard about Jesus or whatever it was. And then we're now in that phase. If, if you know Jesus, if you know Christ, then you're living here. And then one day we're going to go to heaven um, and, and we're going to be with Jesus. We're going to see him face to face. But there's this time now that God in his wisdom says they are not going to cope unless we do something. I've saved them. I've got a plan of salvation, but actually, I can't leave them like that. So God, the Holy Spirit, says, I'm going to be here with them to enable them to live the life that I've got for them, to enable them to do what I've called them to do. Hallelujah. And so the helper is here, not as an add-on, not as a, as a, but as an essential part of the salvation that God brought for us. Because God, the provider, the Father, and and God the Son had their part, but God the Holy Spirit has his part, and that is now with us. And the fact is, because, and, and because that is his role, and because God in his wisdom says, I need to send the Spirit, we need to get the idea that we cannot do it without him. It's, it's not a, well, I'll use the Holy Spirit when I need him. No, the plan of salvation was in so much built up with the fact that the Spirit must be there, must come. The Spirit must come. If we are going to do what God has called us to do, if we're going to live how God wants us to live, we must have the Holy Spirit. And God says, you must have him. It's not, it's not all optional for us. And, uh, and, so, and so God sends the Spirit, and he's here with us, and he's in us. And, and the, the Bible tells us that he sent the Spirit to live within us. And, uh, and, and the word paraclete is actually says is someone who comes alongside. But in reality, he's within us. And he's within every Amen. child of God. Now, I just want to be clear about this. There is teaching in churches today that, uh, that, you, you know, that you don't get the Spirit until you're baptised in the Spirit. Now, we're going to talk later, and James is going to talk about baptism in the Spirit. Really important, really, really uh, a great thing to do. But actually, the biblical teaching is as soon as you come to Christ, the Holy Spirit lives within you. And he's here, active in your life. And he's working in you all the time. That's really important. Um, now, the baptism of the Spirit and, and engaging with the Spirit and things like worship, where we can just really sense the Spirit, are wonderful and really important. But we don't wait for those moments to think, I can't, until that happens, I've, I, you know, I've got no strength, I've got no power. That's not true. He's here, he's with us. But the other thing, one of the things that's really important is that he's God the helper. He isn't God, I'll do it for you. Okay, that's really important. He's not God, I'll do it for you. Now, I just want to give you a, a, an example of this. 
Uh, and he's also not God, I can do it without you. That's which is what I'm talking about. Now, um, yesterday, uh, my daughter and son-in-law moved house. And um, <clears throat> so, uh, being a good father, I hired a van. And actually, Ian was here to help. And we turned up with this big van and our rippling muscles. Sure, you can get a picture of that. <laughs> Ready to help. Now, there could have been two scenarios there, or a number of scenarios. It could have been we got there with this van and our muscles, and my daughter said, It's all right, Dad, it's all right, we got this. Okay, no, it's five miles away, but what we're going to do, we don't need your help, we're going we're gonna to just do this ourselves. So uh, we're going to just pick up every single item of furniture, and we're just going to walk five miles to the new place, and, uh, and we don't need you, it's all right, it's fine. Now, they could have tried that, and this is often what we like as Christians. We start doing it, and they probably would have got somewhere. They would never have moved house yesterday. They would have taken months, and they would have been exhausted, and they wouldn't have got there. And so often, as, as, as children of God, we, we do that. We think, actually, I can do this, I can do this, I, I can do this. And, and we go off and we, we get exhausted and we, we, we get worn out and we get irritable because we just don't have the help we need. Now, the other alternative could have been that, you know, a few, few months ago they could have said, oh, Dad, Dad, we're, we're going to move house soon. Oh, great, okay, or just, you know, just when, when you're ready, just let me know and we'll, we'll come. And then, I'll, you know, leave it for a bit and then, then a few weeks later, phone up and said, oh, I, th I thought you were moving house. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, we... Well, we, yeah, we were going to move house, but we haven't now because you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't do it for us. Mm. Well, I, well, well, you didn't ask. You didn't ask. And anyway, I wasn't going to do it for you. I was going to do it with you. Mm. And we can come to those two extremes. And, and, and what, what the helper is about is actually, you know, God has got stuff for us to do. And it's not, you know, it's not like, you know, it's like when a baby stands up. You know, and they want to walk, and, and so you're holding them, and, and what you don't want to do is say, oh, sorry, they want to get to the other side of the room. I'm just going to pick them up and put them there. That's not going to help the baby at all, is it? The baby's legs need to go strong. Now, you stand with them, and you hold their hand, and you help them, but you don't pick them up and take them there. That'd be pointless. And so Jesus is saying, actually, I've got, you know, I want you as partners. Now, it's, I say partners. Uh, Compared to the effort and the strength that I've got compared to the Holy Spirit is... But nevertheless, in his wisdom, God wants us to take part in what he's doing. He wants us to have the joy of seeing people saved. He wants us to have the joy of seeing people healed. He wants us to have the joy of seeing communities transformed. He wants us to share in that. He wants us to just be full of, of, of amazing stories. Because he could do it all himself, but that's not his plan. Amen. And he wants us to live life worthy of the calling we've received. He wants us to, to defeat sin in our lives. He wants us to, to be able to stand and, and say, yeah, no, I've overcome this and that and the other thing. Because when we get saved, we get purified, we get made righteous, but we still have a battle on our hands. We know that. We battle against the flesh, the things that come up against us, and we still trip up. And in the power of the Spirit, God is saying, I want you to overcome these things. And I'm going to give you the strength to do it. But actually, you've got to do it. Amen. But I'm going to give you the strength to do it. And so, 
There's two things that he wants us to do as helper. He wants us to, to do amazing exploits, to see men and women saved, to see men and women healed, to see uh, communities transformed. And he wants us to be transformed ourselves. He wants us to have uh, uh, sanctified. And he's going to do that in us. But we have our part to play. He's a helper, not a do it for you. And so, and so this, is, this, is what, this is what we need to do. And, and, the, and, and I, I've done it myself. I've done it so often where I haven't asked for his help. Amen. And I've tried to do it myself. Amen. And I've battled sin myself. And I've Amen. tried to do stuff in the church by myself. And I, and I do it. And I'm thinking, and I, you come to the end of it and you get exhausted and you trip up again and you think, why has that not worked? And then you tap on the shoulder and say, you didn't ask, did you? Didn't ask. Didn't ask me. You're never going to do this alone. You're never going to achieve this alone. And so the helper is here for us. And, and, but he wants us to ask. Now, this is really important because we can, we can get the idea that, oh, he's here. He's just going to do it. But actually, it's really important that, that we understand that, uh, you know, the teaching of Jesus. Now, there is in Luke chapter, da, 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 find the phone completely off the nose, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Luke chapter 11. Jesus, I mean, we've referred to this a few weeks ago. Jesus talked about asking, seeking, and knocking. And he says... You ask and you will receive, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be opened. Uh, and if anybody asks for a, a fish, will he give you a, a snake and all that sort of stuff? And then he says, so it is that everyone who asks will receive the Holy Spirit. Now, again, this can be mistranslated. If you understand the context of that, he's not saying we need to ask to have the Holy Spirit. Because that would just be not, that would just... That's not what the rest of Scripture says. The Scripture says actually we receive the Holy Spirit when we come to Christ. What he's saying there is receiving, you know, the, the context of that is receiving the help of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Receiving his help. And so what he's encouraging us to do there is every, in everything, ask. In everything, ask. And so whenever we're doing it, and this isn't true across the whole of our lives. You see, the helper isn't there just to do amazing exploits in God. He's there for that because we can't, we can't heal people on our own. We can't see people saved on our own. That's, you know, it was never going to happen. But actually, he wants us to ask in absolutely everything. In, in our work, in our cleaning of the house, in our uh, in talking to our neighbours, in, in our chatting after church. The Holy Spirit is there to empower us in every aspect of our life. There's no spiritual thing that he's interested in. Oh, well, this is, this, is a, this is a worldly thing. This is part of your worldly activity. I'm not interested in that. Uh, you just do that on your own. But this, this, this wonderful spirit-filled thing, that's where I'm interested. No. He wants to be involved and be active in every single part of your life and transform it into a God moment, whatever they are. Whether it's yourself. Uh, you know, being in, in, your, in your house, cleaning your home, which I do all the time. <laughs> I, I, did, I did clean the surface in the kitchen yesterday, didn't I? On the 30th of February. <laughs> I use that as an example. It's not a really good example for me. Um, what do I do? I, I make the dinner. I make the dinner on Sundays. Anyway, that's, I'll... I'll uh, 
I'll stop boasting, it's fine. <laughs> but in every part of our lives, God wants it to be spirit-filled, effectively. He wants us to know and receive his help every moment of every day. And so when we get up in the morning, we engage with the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, I want you to help me today in whatever I'm doing. I want you to help me in my work. I want you to help me uh, in, 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 in around how I want you to help when I interact with people. I want you to help me when I, whatever I'm doing. And that is the way we will transform our society. See, I won't transform the society if I just do it in my own strength. That's not, I'm not going to affect it. I'm not going to change anything. And, and, and you see, Christians are unique because they have a power within them that the world doesn't have. Amen. It has a power available to us that the world cannot comprehend, it doesn't understand, and yet goes so far beyond what the world can do. That's right. Now, you can see the amazing things and, and you know, the architecture and the buildings, and it's amazing what people can do. But we, as children of God, with the help of the Holy Spirit, can go beyond that. We can see lives trained, changed and transformed. We can see uh, communities changed in the goodness of God. And when, when, we, when we look back in history and we see some of the revivals that have came, come through the, the work of the Spirit and the, the transformation that took place. And, uh, you, know, in, in, you know, you can read all the history of, of Wales and what happened when there was a revival and the Holy Spirit came and, and, it, and it came on individuals and, and they came and, and, and the prisons emptied and the pubs emptied. I mean, it was just phenomenal. The whole society was transformed. And you can look and you think about society today and think this is just awful. You know, some of the stuff that's going on and, and the way Christians are treated and stuff. But with the power of the Holy Spirit, that can change. Because Holy Spirit is more powerful than anything this world has to offer. And he's in us. And he's in us. And he's there and he wants to help. And he wants to do stuff. And he wants to do stuff in us. I'm going to finish very soon. Just, just quickly go through some of the things that he does. If I can find my, my face. So, Holy Spirit, I won't go through all the verses. If you want them, uh, I can help. But the Holy Spirit helps us to pray. He helps us to know who we are, and that's going to be talked about. I think Katrina's going to talk about that next week, that we're children of God. Uh, he helps us understand the word of God. He helps us uh, to live a life worthy of the calling we receive. We talked about that. He helps us to know the Father's love. Uh, he helps us uh, reveal God's heart and purposes, which we're singing about. Uh, and the Holy Spirit empowers us. Amen. They're all things that the Holy Spirit does. And I just want, as, as people of God, to be so much more aware. And I, I'm thinking about this myself. I was going through this. I was thinking how important it is that I actively seek the help of the Holy Spirit in everything that I do. And I've just got some examples. Last week in the worship time, uh, it's a wonderful time of worship last week. But do you know what? And I'm sure this happens to you. Or maybe it doesn't happen to you. Do you know what? When you come to church, sometimes as you're getting ready for church, life happens, isn't it? So something happens, you get a phone call or something happens and, and there's all things going on and something had gone wrong the day before and I wasn't... And there was so much going on in my head. And I was, I was I thought, oh, I've done something wrong here. And I, you know, and I was trying to worship and I was saying, and, and I thought, wait a minute, no, I need the help. I need help here. So I said, Holy Spirit, will you help me? Help me worship. Help me engage me. Help me to really... And, and do you know what? He did. He spoke to me and he said... Um, uh, and he, said, he spoke to me from 
uh, Hebrews, which is why it's so important to, to know the Word of God. Because he, for me, he often speaks the Word of God to me. He said, approach the throne of grace with confidence. what I needed to hear. Amen. I needed to hear that last week. He was my helper. Amen. Because I was sort of disqualifying myself. Amen. And so I, and God spoke to me and said, no, no, you need to approach. Don't, don't worry Amen. about all that went on. Don't worry about that. Amen. Now, I've, I've speak about that myself. I've spoken about it here. And sometimes I forget. And Amen. we do. We need the Holy Spirit to remind us of these Amen. things. I know this week at work, I was struggling. I was, I was a particular issue. I was going on at work, and it was just coming over the top of me. And, and as Jamie was just encouraging us to do, I started to think, no, wait a minute. I was getting really down. So I just started speaking in tongues. Mm. I can do that at work when I'm sitting at home. <laughs> it's diff more difficult. I do it in the office as well. Uh, um, a bit quieter there. And suddenly, the, just hope came. Hallelujah. Hope came in my heart. I could, I could think, yeah, I can do this. Because I've got the help that I needed. And, uh, and so, you know, uh, there's so many areas, and I, I won't go into them all, but um, I was just thinking about how the Holy Spirit has helped me. And, I, you know, and I, it's one area that I want to, again, one, one thing we're really interested and in, want to move out into is, is the whole area of healing and seeing more yeah, things happen. Yeah. And that is, you know, and so often we get our heads around it and say, oh, you know, I can't do this. And, of course, the answer is I can't. The Holy Spirit yeah. is here. And he wants to heal people. And, we, and so often we get in the way of that. Because we, we sort of reason it out in our minds. I can't do it. So I want to encourage you. I want to encourage me. Let us be those that actively seek the help of the Holy Spirit in everything. Because he wants to do so much. He has got such a vision for this church. He has got such a heart for this church. He's got such a... Uh, 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 you know, so much bigger than we are thinking. And he's saying, all you need to do is ask me. I will reveal that vision and I'll give you the power to do it. And, and this church is, 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 you know, he wants amazing things to happen here. He's got heart for that. And he said, I've given you everything you need. You've got everything you need for it. Just ask me. I'm your helper. I'm going to do it. Just, I want you to come to me. I want you to trust me. I want you to believe and I want you to let me, through you, do amazing things. Okay, so that's what God's got for us. He's our helper. So let's just, uh, just, just, just want to pray now. Just ask God to come by his spirit and to just speak into our hearts. Yeah. So I just want to, just, I just want to finish this with, with just to, for you just to engage with the Holy Spirit right now. And to ask and just to think about where do you need his help? Where do you need his help? Now, we know we need help in every part of our lives, but maybe there's one thing, one particular area that you have just struggled with. Maybe it's a particular sin that you've battled and it keeps tripping you up. Maybe there is a, an area that you wanted to step out in and yet you've drawn back from because just wasn't sure what to do and, and you're just struggling with. Maybe there's a, a situation at work. Maybe a situation at work that you want to, you just can't get past. There's a, there's a relationship there that's not working. Or maybe there's a neighbour that, that, that you want to speak to about Jesus 
and you're not quite sure what to say or when to do it. I don't know, there's all sorts of different things. Let's engage now. I want you to, want you, because I can't do it for you, I want you to ask the Holy Spirit who's right in you, who's here, help me to break through, help me to overcome, help me to know what to say, when to say it. Give me a breakthrough, Lord. Just ask him. And maybe there's some here that have really got a real desire to, to step out in things of healing, of miracles. And perhaps you did it and it's all drawn back. Ask right now, Holy Spirit, help me to step out in your strength into this area. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're here. You're here as our helper. And Lord, you're hearing these prayers right now. You're hearing every prayer that's being prayed. And Lord, you are going to bring breakthrough. You're going to bring testimonies out of this because that's what you do. Jesus. You're going to bring new stories of breakthrough and healing and relationships and new uh, exploits because Lord we're asking you to come we're asking you to help we're asking you to, to stir in our lives Lord thank you Jesus thank you thank you Jesus thank you Jesus yeah Lord we just bless you thank you Holy Spirit for what you do thank you for your work in our lives Lord we just we just long for more of this. We want more of your experience. Thank you that you are present, particularly when we worship. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you for your promises that where two or three are gathered, you are there. Well, thank you. I pray that this week, when we meet in smaller groups or in life groups, that your Holy Spirit just uh, dwell upon them and just be upon us. Let's be upon us, Lord, to see your kingdom come and your will be done. Oh, that's what we need. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <coughs> Amen. Amen. Amen.